Welcome to the Guitar Dads Podcast, a podcast for guitar dads by guitar dads. This week, Wolfgang is pissed, a player we should be talking more about, and Nam is here. But does anyone care? Could it be the end? This week on the Guitar Dads Podcast. Now, two guys who don't yet have enough new gear, Matt and Dave. <laughs> no, we don't. Hello, everybody. <laughs> I'm Matt. And I'm Dave, and welcome to the pod. Welcome, welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Thank you for listening. Yes, thank you so much. You you are a growing community. We love to see it, and we appreciate each and every one of you for tuning in each week to this madness. So listen, so as of the recording of this podcast, I think we're still at 99 members in the Facebook group. the Facebook group. group, right. Who's going to be so, the 100th? If if you're a listener to this podcast and you're not, and you're on, not Facebook. on the Facebook or please go and join and send us and I'll I'll tell you I'm going to I'm going to up the ante. If you're the 100th member of this group, we're going to send you something special. Yes, Matt is going to send you his brand new PRS. <laughs> <laughs> I just might. It is a new group. It's a new group. We just started it a few a uh, few months back. It's slowly yeah, growing, yeah. and uh, we'd love to have you on board. But um, yeah, if you also uh, are all over the socials, you can find us on Instagram at Guitar Dads Pod. No, at Guitar Dads Podcast, um, yep. and we post on there all the time. So come follow us. Come join the ride. We appreciate the uh, new followers that are on there too. Yes. Um, and then where else? Yeah, you can probably search us on YouTube. Although we haven't been posting much on YouTube these days. No, um, but you can but go maybe back. We will. You, yeah, maybe we will. You can go back and check out a couple of our more recent podcasts. Our, our chat with Ryan Burke of Sixty Cycle Hum, as well as our our chat with uh, with Philip Carter of the Forty Watt Podcast. Check out both of those podcasts because they are very cool. Oh yeah, if you don't know about Sixty Cycle Hum, then you're you know you're living under a rock. Yeah, um, Ryan just hit a hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube. Congrats to Ryan. Yes, congrats, uh, Ryan and. Um, and and Philip just had uh, I think what twenty thousand downloads of his uh, podcast. Yeah, yeah. Great job, Philip. Philip. Is, is, yeah. Philip is killing it. So congrats yeah. to him. Yep. Um. So yeah. So anyway, what do we got this week in the guitar dataverse? Oh man! All right, it's a light news week, but I thought I saw this little tidbit. I thought this might be interesting to talk about. Um, yeah. So I guess there is a new documentary out that has really pissed off the Eddie Van Halen camp, uh, particularly Wolfgang. Wow. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a show on 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 reels. Do you know what reels is? Some channelers. No. I don't even know Sounds what reels lame. is. Anyway, some show called Autopsy, uh, the last hours of, and I guess they 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 kind of like highlight these celebs with that have had like you know what they consider controversial deaths. Although I don't think Eddie Van Halen's death is controversial, uh, but anyway, according to the show, it is. And then so they kind of start at the death and they make their way back in time over that artist or celebrity's life or whatever, and they kind of like you know and in, in typical. You know, uh, rope you in audience, uh, rope the rope in the audience kind of form. They try to make it seem like, oh, what was what what was what were the details and the facts surrounding this person's death? And, oh, come and on! Why is this controversial? This. And so that's what pissed that's what pissed off Wolfgang. The fact that you know, of course, there's nothing behind all this anyway. But the bottom line is, just you know, if you're going to do a documentary about the great, the late great Eddie Van Halen. Just do a documentary. Why do we have to like, you know, uh, romanticize that there was some like, some kind of like, you know, uh, 
uh, you know, bad, bad juju surrounding his death. You know, it's terrible, Dave. I agree. I agree with Wolfie on this. Wolfie says, and I quote, "F Reels channel, F everyone that works on this show, and F you if you watch it." Yep. And you know what? I agree. After reading more about this thing, it's like he's got every right to say that. I fully support that. And he says it's pathetic and heartless. I wonder if they have any legal recourse on this. They probably don't. Um, I, yeah, I can't imagine they would. I mean, because it's kind of, it's all. This isn't a, this isn't a law podcast. You're right. Well, <laughs> Although I mean, we, well, we, we do kinda. dip into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we do occasionally uh, dip into that, but yeah. Uh, you know, I don't think they do have any kind of legal ground to stand on because the the production company has every right to like you know put out a show. It's yeah. not like they they're not claim. I don't know. Maybe they are claiming that they interviewed the family. Who knows? But if they if they are claiming these things and they turn out to be false claims, then maybe they'd have a, a legal kind of yeah yeah yeah. You know, they could legal yeah, they action. Could have, but, they could. Pre- you, I think you can still slander somebody even if they're dead. So I guess there's that. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we we heard a lot about slander in the last few weeks with this crazy ass Johnny Depp trial. Oh man! Um, did you see the best part of that trial? And it was going around the guitar the guitar webs was um when there was some quote from his wife and she said, "No, he, it's always boring with him when his friends come over because it's just old men playing guitars." And it's like <laughs> Joe Perry, Jeff yeah. Beck. It's it's. <laughs> It's true. That's but who those, she's referring that's to. That's exactly who they're referring yeah. to. Did, did you got now? If you if you listen, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably on Instagram. And there was a picture that um, that Joe Perry. Now, first of all, he he posted recently some support for Johnny Depp, which is great. And he yeah, also yeah. posted a picture. Um, it was him, and I think it was Ronnie Wood, or was it uh, was it Keith Richards? And now, of course, I can't remember because I'm bringing it up. Ronnie on the pod. Wood looks just like Jeff Beck, so it could have been Jeff Beck too. I don't know if it was <laughs> Jeff Beck. It might have been. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Don't they? Look maybe alike? it was. They do kind of look alike. But either way, it, it was like, oh my god, I feel old. These two look like st- like living skeletons right now. <laughs> I like, mean, Steve Hell has been looking like a living skeleton for years, for twenty years, yeah. He doesn't even have to wear a costume on Halloween. Oh Jesus! No, I listen. I am the biggest Aerosmith fan there is, but uh, you know, man, it just makes me feel. It just doesn't that make you when you see some of these artists? Doesn't it really kind of make you feel oh, totally, old? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. because yeah, they were old no, when we does. were younger. They were old to us at that point. Yeah, they were. They were already almost like a legacy act. Yeah. Well, not not Aerosmith. Not I mean, Aerosmith. They had some huge hits throughout the eighties, and you know, yeah. of course the. Um, what was the album, Dave? E, uh, eat the get rich. a grip. Get a grip. <laughs> get get a grip. Thank you. Um, yeah, oftentimes man. knocked by the classic Aerosmith fan, but you know what? Get a grip was a was a. I mean, it was one album. of the, it was one of their bigger albums, was it yeah. not? Oh, definitely, it was yeah. one of their bigger in terms of albums. Sales, yeah. But yeah. in terms of like the classic Aerosmith fan, you know, going oh, you know, they've kind of like sold out, and that was. But you know, if you yeah, if you they if you're have, one of those. But, if you're one of those people, you're, you're claiming that they sold out when Permanent Vacation came out, you know? So, I don't know. Whatever. That's a good point. That's a very good point. But, um, hey, it's worked quite well for them. It has. So, um, okay, well, Wolfie's pissed. Um, you know, I got to agree with this. It's like it, it's probably in poor taste and for, for the family. But, you know, these people are trying to sell TV shows. It, it, this stuff's always going to happen. Yeah, it's going to, so. yep. But you know what's really sad about that? I mean, depending on what kind yeah. of information that they actually – uh, they actually portray Eddie as uh, you know as a whatever they however they're going to portray him. I hope yeah. that it's all factual. I really do because the average the average person out there that isn't like that massive music fan and Van Halen fan like we are, 
you don't know all the facts. And then you're going to see something like this on TV and you're going to believe everything that you hear, you know? So No, of course. I mean, of course. They're very worried about this kind of, you know, tarnishing his legacy to some extent. And, you know, and I, I agree. If, if, if it's an angle, if they're portraying it from a different angle, then it's not really, you know, it's not good, right? But no. that's... You know, they get, you know, I think they said their piece on it. It's what it is. Um, but it is, it is quite an interesting little tidbit. That's for sure. Yeah, it's interesting. So, uh, speaking of interesting things. Yeah. What? Uh, I don't know. Is something, is something interesting happening? <laughs> well, Nam, you want to talk about Nam? Yeah, Nam. Now yeah. we're not talking about Vietnam. <laughs> no, for those we're not. of you new to the podcast and no idea about guitars and, and music and all that stuff. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, Nam, go ahead. Do tell. So Nam, so so for those of you that don't know what Nam is, those of you that may not be as obsessed with the guitar world as we are, so the North American Music Mer- Merchants Association is a um, a big trade show that happens usually happens twice a year, and it's not only guitars; it's anything kind of uh, music gear related is what it is. And it's really a trade show. It really was originally created so that. Um, um, you know, guitar stores and music stores can go and make their deals with all the manufacturers, see all the latest wares and, you know, and make their deals. And and it's over the years, especially with the advent of the guitar YouTuber, it's really become like a major event in the guitar world um, where it's like all the all the kind of social media people gather, you know, they, they hang out with the, the artists that hang out at NAMM because all the artists that are endorsed by these brands come and hang out. So it's like a big party. It is and like a big the, party, but yeah, half the, yeah. half the, a lot of these brands don't even show up anymore, right? Because it's, well, a, yeah, so they don't so, even need to. They have all these influencers on YouTube where they can, they can uh, either, you know, give them free gear to, to preview or, or, and, and demo, or they can, um, you know, let them kind of loan their gear out to these people that, for demos. So, yeah. So the pandemic really, really destroyed Nam. And we talked about, we've talked about this on the podcast for quite a bit. We did get into it quite a bit with Ryan Burke when we had the, when we talked to him. And, and Ryan, you know, had this uh, theory that he thinks it's done. He thinks the pandemic killed it. He thinks there's no, all, all the, you know, the business is getting done. And, you know, if people want to meet face to face, they can go travel and meet and do that. But for the most part, it's not even needed anymore. It all happens online and virtually, just like Dave said. So, um, and they changed. We we did talk about this when the news came out. They changed the the format of Nam, and they said they're not going to have. There's usually a fall. So sorry, not a fall one. A one in the winter. Which yeah, this is in used later to be in, in January, January, right? In yeah, California, later in now January. It's, yeah. 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 In California, and and then they also did one in Nashville in July. And that was the the summer NAM this year because of the pandemic, but also we suspect because of lack of uptake of of exhibitors, they're going to just do one large event in June. And already, it it's looking like it's not going to be a big splash like it used to be pre pandemic. No, Gibson's even not going to be there. Gibson go ahead, Fender yeah, go ahead. PRS. No, I was just going to say Gibson Fender PRS, but not, that's not surprising, right? Because these brands don't need to be there. And th- and these are these are brands that used to come and just have like they would probably spend 
I wouldn't even want to venture a guess what they spend. I would say it's getting into the seven figures what they would spend on this stuff. Because oh, Gibson yeah. Gibson would do like a whole exhibition hall with a music stage and all this thing. They've did that and in the, in the Winter Nam. A fender would have like this massive like multi kind of room exhibit and and all the custom shop stuff and do all the stuff and the fact that that isn't happening anymore i think says a ton a ton i think it says um so it's it's quite so it's quite interesting so i mean this is the question is nam dead i think we're gonna see you know i think we're definitely we're definitely gonna find out now they're so they're not gonna do anything in nashville not this year, not in 2022. Nashville is not happening in 2022. I wonder. I wonder if they do want to try to keep this alive, and if they and they do see a benefit to it. Would they alternate? You know, every other year, Anaheim, Nashville, and do it that that yeah. way. I don't. Not that that would make much of a difference. People fly in all over for this thing, but yeah, you know, maybe I don't know. Maybe that's like kind of is that kind of like a gimmicky thing to kind of keep the thing going, or do the does it even need to continue? I mean, I think, you know, a lot of the the companies that would come in and do an exhibit um, don't see the value anymore because it's not cheap, right? And, you know, Ryan said it when we talked to him. He said there was a lot of companies like exhibitors who didn't even put on an exhibit. They paid for a booth um, just to be able to go and walk the show and do their deals. Not even, and they didn't even put in the effort to do the exhibition and have like a booth and everything because they just thought it wasn't even worth it. So, yeah. You know, and that's what it was like at the last um, NAM that they did, which was I think last s- summer, so summer twenty one, and so and it was re- that was Nashville, right? That was Nashville. It was extreme, extremely, yeah. extremely sparse and sad. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's actually it's very interesting that this could be the end of something that was just a massive, massive trade show that everybody who's anybody was there, you know, including rock star artists, you know. Um, to now it's like, mm, not really a thing anymore. So not really is this a, thing a pandemic anymore. death? What do you think, Dave? I mean, sounds I, like it's I, heading that way. I think it's definitely heading that way. Although I can totally see this thing, you know, uh, you know, the, the Phoenix rising from the ashes and this thing morphing into something like maybe slightly different. I can't necessarily give you any kind of vision for what that might be, but I couldn't you see like, this needs to maybe a lot of people might feel like this needs to continue in some capacity. So yeah. maybe it just like maybe it shuts down for a year. Maybe it doesn't happen in twenty three. Yeah. And it just yeah. like it just they do a complete revamp, you know, a la, you know, Seinfeld and, and Kramer and the Merv Griffiths <laughs> Merv Griffin set. You know, <laughs> just shut it down and redo the whole thing or whatever. And then kind of revisit the concept a, a new concept in twenty three. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, no, I think that could potentially happen. Um, I think you're right. I think it could be a, a, a revamped kind of thing. It could um, be more it, like ba- it could be more like heavy on the influencer on the YouTuber, and maybe there's yeah, some kind of you know collabs yeah. with the YouTuber with the with the social media uh, side of it. And instead of it, having these these exhibitors, instead of having these uh, brands coming with these massive exhibits. But Maybe the there's something that they do. They could do that now, though. They don't need to have yeah. A, they an do that. They hall. do that already, right? So you know, again, you can go back to our conversation with Andy, the guitar geek. Um, the companies are already onto this. They they are very much embrace the YouTuber kind of marketing landscape. So I, I don't. It, it's all about this. This thing lives and dies by do the companies involved f- feel that the the value is there for them to invest and come to this show. And, you know, 
we're going to have to see how that works out. But so far, I I don't think they see the value proposition on this, right? No, um, there there is there really is very minimal. Unless you're a small, I guess if you're a small, you know, a small fish, maybe there's some benefit, maybe there's some value. But again, it's like, really, do yeah, you need that? Yeah. Because you can just reach out to these, you know, the the Ryan Burks of the world and and those guys to just. Hey, I'm a pedal maker, and I'd love for you to demo my new pedal. We'll give it to you for whatever it is. And yeah, yeah, you know, and, there you and go. It's yeah, gonna get out there. That's right. And the other thing is, we love to be on the Nam show. The Nam, um, we love to see the Nam content on YouTube because it was like, oh, this is new stuff that companies are releasing that no one's ever seen. So it's exciting. But you didn't get to actually really hear the product. Right, because right? it's like no one really wanted to put in the effort because it's almost impossible to get get a good like sound with all the noise and everything on the floor at Nam. So, and that's a good point, you know. Yeah, and that, maybe that's kind of so, what I'm envisioning. Like maybe there's more like, you know, a, a concept that develops where it in, it involves a lot more demos and a and a in a very produced space. Um, and it gets and it gets the masses riled up for this kind of thing because of course well, any day what... of, any day of the week you can go on YouTube and find a demo for any pedal you're interested in guitar anything but if you're a, if you're like a guitar geek if you're if you're a gearhead a gear nerd uh, you know that this is kind of a, a time of the year where you kind of get a little bit excited to see what these companies are going to release so maybe there would be some value in shifting to that kind of a model where it's let me spend a you know four four days on the internet where there's going to be really solid content with these with these YouTubers that I love to watch anyway, and they're demoing a lot of the new gear for me. You know? So so this is the thing though, Dave. YouTubers are already doing that. Like no no, about, I mean I mean like you know an, about as an 40, event. No 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 no. But that's what I'm saying. YouTubers are doing their own events. So Ryan from Sixty Cycle just oh did yeah guitar, they are. They he just, just did, did yeah. Guitar yep. House. Yep. Henning yep. Henning has been doing Henning. 42 Gear Street Henning. for a few yep. years now. Yep. So they they're taking their own concept and partnering with their own companies and doing that work already. Like they don't need Nam to to even do that. Right. That's right. No, that's like a good they point. don't. So, you know, but I, I do like, does that, if there was a more of a more, if there was kind of more, more of that and larger companies got involved, I think it could be incredibly cool. But um, I, I don't could know be, if or, they see the value in, it all comes down to a company's going to see the value in this anymore. My sense is they're just not seeing the value anymore. Well, maybe, so, maybe it's like a, maybe it's like a sweet, I don't know. I, I, I'm just like throwing stuff against the wall to see what sticks, but maybe it's like a Sweetwater sponsored kind of event. And there's, you know, great production and sound and, and all the, all, all the yeah, visuals I mean, Henning and everything did it, else. Henning, Henning did it yeah. at Toman. Henning did yeah, it at Toman and, right. and it kind of imploded. Right, but yeah, I would love if Sweetwater did, and Sweetwater does do events where they they um they did it a few years ago, and a bunch of YouTubers were out there: Robert Baker, Ryan, um, uh, what's his name, R.J. Ronquillo, like all these guys, all, all these guys were out there. So they, so they do these events, right? Like I would, I agree with you though. Now that now that we're on the other end of this pandemic, that I would love to see more content like that. Like you said, higher production, get all the YouTubers together because it's always fun when all the YouTubers get together. And, yeah. um, and, you know, and see it's what like happens. It's like an event. It's something yeah. that you look forward to, you know, it's stuff I would tune yeah. into stuff every, you know, if it was like, and you know, however they were going to do it, if it was just like stuff that happened to be released that week, you know, even if you had to like, you know, that could open it up to everybody. If you had to purchase some kind of an online streaming ticket and you could get, you could get access to certain content and maybe it was like a tiered kind of thing and you could yeah, got access idea. to other kind of content. Yeah, I'd be kind possible. of excited about that. I think it'd yeah, be kind of cool. Possible. 
That would you know? be kind of cool, yeah. So, you know, I think we'll see where it lands and but I think Nam as we know it is on the is on the way out to be honest Dead. with you. And you can tell like you can read the guitar world articles and they're really trying to cling on to it and there there are some companies doing some um some releases in concert with Nam and Klingon. um so what does so this have to do with Star Trek? <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to make it a thing like the the guitar media is trying to make it a thing but i feel like everyone's like yeah we're not so like yeah, uh, this, yeah. you know what i mean yeah, it's like not so much yeah i don't know so anyway so it's gonna be interesting to see how how it progresses but there you go well that being said what do you think about some of the gear that's being uh rumored to be previewed um Namely, some guitars, some amps. What do you think? Yeah, so Are you it taking like a look through some of this stuff? Guild, yeah, so Guild, Guild has a bunch released. of um, single-coil guitars that they're These releasing. These are kind of cool-looking offsets. Yeah, I'm they're not an offset style fan, guitars. Yep, they These kind of look cool. pretty cool. Yeah, they look pretty cool, and they're you know they're like overseas type of guitars, but yeah, uh, yeah, four hundred four four hundred forty-nine yeah. bucks. The Surfliner offset, pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool stuff from Guild, you got to admit. So, like I said, there are some companies trying to release some stuff. Um, so, yeah, these those actually look quite good, Dave, to be honest with you. Um, the Guild stuff that they're releasing. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what else comes out of NAMM if people really, if, if companies, gear companies are really going to use it to try to make a splash or not. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah. So, Anything else catch your eye that, that you saw maybe pre- that is uh, as a preview? No, I haven't really had time to look at it. Hold on, I'm scrolling through it now. Oh, um, typical, typical Guitar Dads podcast. We are not I prepared. See Guild's uh, Surfliner. Um, er- Ernie Ball is doing stuff. Ernie they're, Ball's they're, doing they a got few a, th- Yeah, they got a new thing with um, Tosa Nabasi. So that yep. they got a new guitar, the Kaizen. So yep. that's cool. They got um, another. They got the next. Uh, the next uh, Petrucci. Yeah, the Petrucci. So there are. So you know, after all some this, things that, to be excited about. After all this that we said, there are some things out there to see. Interesting. Rob Scallon has dropped um, signature models with Schechter. So ending his partnership with I Chapman. That. That's very interesting that he's ending his partnership with Chapman. I feel like Chapman's a brand that, like, I think Rob Chapman took a big hit on the kind of internet smear campaign against him because I think. That internet smear campaign. I don't. I, you know. I. I love to stay out of that kind of drama, um, especially when it's like internet drama like that. But I think that. I think that kind of damaged them in the brand to some extent. So, I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. I think it did. Which is too so, bad because we we played and we we've mentioned this in good. our in our Facebook yeah. group. They're they're really good. You you they're played a, a semi. You played a semi hollow with a P. I forget which ver- what it, what it was, but it was a P nine. It had P nineties. It was like yeah, a it was semi like a telly. Yeah, it was like a telly. Telly kind of yeah. Telly it was thin a telly line, thin yeah. line with P nineties. Yeah, right. It was great. Yep. It was a great guitar. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, that's too bad. Um, yeah, it looks like Ibanez is going to have some stuff out. Um, it looks like uh, let's see, LTD is going to have some stuff out. Uh, Vola guitars have some stuff. Out. LTD so, looks like they're releasing like a ton of guitars. Yeah, L- LTD always ma- used to make a big uh, splash at Nam. I don't know if they're still doing it, but it sounds like they're going to try to do some stuff. Black Star is releasing a line of new yep. amps, St. James amp series. Yep. Um, so, so there you go. Yeah, so, so it's interesting. It's we'll see. We'll see where it's going to go, but. Um, See what happens. You know, one thing that, you know, I just, I'm scrolling down here. Um, 
one thing that's a new piece of gear that I think is really interesting and I'm interested to hear the demos on. This isn't really NAM related, but is the the Universal Audio Amp Sim pedals that just yeah, came Yeah, those look really cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm interested to check some of those out and see what... Because Universal Audio is just known for like just super duper high quality stuff. Yeah. Now, the, Strymon, the Strymon Iridium is also awesome, but I think this is going to be like... And, you know, also the, Wal, the Walrus Audio, their, their amp sim thing that came out last year so it's interesting like these are getting yeah, the more, more popular one, yeah. the ACS and you mentioned one. you yeah. you mentioned on you mentioned in our in our group that uh you know you'd be interested in seeing if anything could replace your uh your stomp for My uh, stomp, live yeah. application yeah the thing is the stomp is just so powerful yeah. and so versatile it, it would be a really tough sell to get me away from it because i use it for different things like i run a preamp through it right and i run an ir I run the preamp into an IR on the HX stomp. And the other thing with HX stomp is it has a balanced line out, um, TRS line out. These things don't have, I don't know if the UA has that. But what that means is I run an I run a, um, a TRS to XLR that goes right into my band's board. You know, I don't need a preamp. I don't need a um, uh, direct box. I don't need any of that. And it works perfectly. Whereas with these things, you'd need to invest in a good, a good, uh, like DI box in order for it to make it work. So anyway, there's limitations is what I'm saying. The HX stomp is just so damn hard to beat. Even if these things probably sound better, um, the HX stomp is just so damn hard to beat. So yeah, anyway, well, Hey, you know, <laughs> new, new, uh, something maybe on the horizon and uh, more go. to come later. Speaking of the horizon, um <laughs> horizon are we talking about are we going to talk about bring me the horizon tonight finally yeah, no. yeah. No. <laughs> we're going to talk about bands that have the name horizon in them Start, starting with <laughs> vertical, vertical horizon, horizon <laughs> and then we go to bring me the horizon yes. Bring me the Actually, horizon. Actually, Vert- Vertical Horizons is going to be one of our next bands, uh, Whatever Happened to Bands. Yes, we um, definitely have to do that. we got to do if Vertical Horizon. You know, yeah. post uh, comment below uh, whether you'd like to hear uh, a Whatever Happened to on Vertical Horizon. Because back yeah. in the day, that was one of our, our favorite bands. They, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And yeah. We, I don't even know what if there's still a band, if there's a different lineup, if they're still performing. Who knows? So we let's go to, find out. We have to... Um, do some research and we'll figure it out. Um, so Dave, so, so you did some tone research this weekend. <laughs> oh yes. La- on, uh, last Friday night. What do you night, think of I, that transition? That's pretty that's good. That's a great, that's a great transition. <laughs> Tell oh, us man, what you did last Friday tone. night. So last Friday night, a year in the making, cause we got the tickets last year. Uh, we, uh, my wife and I, and a couple of our friends went to uh, see Brad Paisley. Yes, and it was, you, he, he was, was at the, he was at a casino in, in Connecticut. Um, for those around the area, Mohegan Sun um, was Brian Wampler there. Brian <laughs> <laughs> Brian Wampler was not there, or at least I, as far as I know, he was not there. Actually, um, Wampler was talking about his seeing Paisley um, at the Notre Dame Stadium not that long oh, ago on the same yeah. tour that you saw. Yes, him, so. anyway. yeah. Well, this was the first night of the tour, so I don't know when that show is, but that would be quite a cool show. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, anyway, yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, listen. I I think, and I've been I've been saying this to you for a long time. I feel like Paisley is one of those guitarists with we don't talk about. We none of nobody really talks about as being one of the greats out there right now. I mean, and he's been around for obviously for a long time, um, but in terms of like in terms of skill, in terms of tone, in terms of all these, I mean, he is just like from start to finish, he is yep. just a killer, killer player. 
Yeah, and you witnessed it live, and you so you let the tone wash over you. Oh man, the tone sound. He sound. I don't know what he was running. He had like five or six like amps going. Five or six amps. He plays Doctor Z behind him. He plays Doctor Z's, but yeah. I think one of them. One of them didn't look like a Doctor Z. I couldn't oh, tell exactly from where I was. It might have been a Vox. I don't know, but I couldn't oh, okay. see. But because well, he had them kind of he... like angled, and one of them was kind of angled away it might have been a z but it might have been a vox well my understanding is he plays a voxy z's yeah they're really like the, bright like the z's are like a vox style amps yeah, yeah is yeah. what he plays yeah that's my understanding yeah, of what he, he, plays. he does yep yeah, yeah. yeah and they're but, pretty bright but the tone was i mean he just gets such sub some killer tone oh, and yeah. of course he's like awesome. you know his his playing style and and he's a great singer and it was an all-around great show so you know what? Even if you're not into that style of country, I definitely recommend going to see him if you're a guitar fan because you will be just blown away. I remember I watched um, an Austin City Limits with him a while back when I wasn't really kind of appreciative of country music the way I am now. You know, I got my Grand Old Opry shirt on it as a as a tribute to that. Um, but um, you know, I was so impressed and I was like, this guy is unbelievable how good he is. You know, oh, he I is mean, so good. He's just he's just probably one of the best kind of telly picking guys out there or ever. I mean, there's some really, you know, what I can't name. I'm not that steeped in country music that I can name all the telly, the famous telly guys. But I know there's oh, I'm been, sure some of those guys out there. I mean, some of the people listening to this could probably name you like yeah, some of yeah. like the, the deeper cut, like Nashville guys that are just like, you know, back in the day, killer. Guitars, yeah, yeah. But Th- there's some really but in terms famous of like guys, mainstream yeah. music. Yeah. Yeah. There's some really uh, famous guys. And 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 those were Brad's, you know, influences, Brad Paisley's influences. So and he's really just taken it to a different level. And he's. Yeah, he's awesome. I, I bet seeing him live, Dave, was like pretty was a pretty cool guitar experience. It was a really cool guitar experience. He was, you know, and the, the funny thing is here I am with like my wife and our friends that have no idea about guitars. And yeah. I'm just like geeking out over everything. And my wife's like, well, why does he why do they keep like giving him a guitar a new guitar every like a different guitar every time? And I'm like, Oh boy, should I just go should yeah, I do yeah, it? Yeah. Should I go? Why, should I try why to do you explain need more this? than one guitar? Oh, right. Here we go. I'm like, well, you know, the tunings and then this and then that and the blah, 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 blah. Like, okay, she's not even getting it. Okay, I'm just going to stop right there. <laughs> or sometimes anyway, it's just I want a different guitar. Sometimes I just want a different guitar. Yeah, I like yeah, the yeah. cool look. Now, I'll tell you what, another thing about him is he is one yeah. heck of an entertainer. I oh, would say totally. like a, a, a small part of the night was just like comedy. I was going to ask you that because his songs are kind of comedic. His songs are kind of comedic, but it was yeah. more like there was somebody, he grabbed somebody's cell phone and then he was like taking selfies of himself and then oh, nice. that person's friend was like texting him, oh, nice. you know, her at the same time. And then he's like, oh, your friend is texting. And then he's like texting back and like, oh, let's see what else you got on here. And, oh, nice. Oh, inst- Instagram. And it was fine. But the funny thing is he only played. So he went on about, there was an opener, which we didn't catch. Uh, he, he went on about 8.15. He was off stage by 9.45. Oh, wow. That was it, huh? It was a very short set. Well, you know, sometimes that's maybe, how you maybe roll. first night. Yeah, maybe first night of the tour. I don't know how long he normally plays, but no, I don't. It was I, definitely I don't, short. It might have been the first night of this leg, but I'm almost positive Brian Wampler saw him in Notre Dame like two weeks ago, Dave. Or like, a is month, it a different like a leg? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah maybe I don't you should. Know. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, we yeah. can check. I thought it was the first night of the tour. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but maybe no, that, maybe I'm wrong. That just might be what he does. That's what he wants to. That's how we can keep yeah. his touring schedule up. That's what he does, and that's it. Yeah, so, quick but, set in and out. But he did definitely want. I I left me wanting more for sure. But speaking of Van Halen, um, you know he did a Van Halen um tune. What did he do? He did. He did hot for tea. He did something out now. Some we posted. I posted this, and somebody said that 
Uh, he does other Van Halen, which I don't think he played that night, but he did That's Hopper awesome. Teacher. Oh, he was and he was ripping. That's awesome. I know, like you, you, you get that little clip when he did the intro to um, Hopper Teacher. Was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he was. He just was. He was railing, man. It was. He was so good. Yeah, he's so he's amazing. So um, and did like what was your favorite guitar that he played? A telly. <laughs> oh, <no>, come on. <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't. I mean, I, I don't. I, I have no idea what he was really playing. So I don't even I know mean, they, what he played. I know he has some some signature Fender tellies, but I'm guessing he's got like a bunch of custom shop awesome stuff, but vintage yeah, yeah, I'm stuff. Sure. I'm sure yep. he's got. Um, and he plays with B benders too, right? For the yes. most part, yeah, yep. yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yep. So that's cool. Yeah, that's awesome, man. That must have yep. been loves awesome. the bee bender. Yeah, sounds um, like it was a very. It was cool a great show. show. Yeah, it definitely. Man. Now, I I don't think. I mean, the show wasn't. I would definitely not put it like, you know, up there at the echelon of like the. You know how we said the Black Crows is one of the best sounding shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the best all maybe. I'm sorry, no, the best all around show that we might have ever seen. Yeah. In in that kind of area, in that kind of echelon. Yeah. But this was definitely in terms of sound. This was in tone. This was definitely up there. Oh, nice. Oh, that's great. Yeah, he, that's sound, great. he has a great live sound. So oh, that's awesome. I mean, even just the cell phone videos you were you were you were sending were really crisp and clear to me. So, um, pretty, pretty well, where awesome. I, where are my seat? I was my seats were right next to the stage, like third. We we're just third row up in the balcony. It was kind of it's a small it's a small arena. So yeah, there's it no is like small, mid yeah. there's no midsection. Yeah. And so you pretty much, we were like right in front of the PA. So that's yeah. why I was getting such a good yeah, quality it was, sound. It was good, man. It sounded good. Cool, yeah. man. Well, that was fun. That was a fun time. Well, you know what? It was. Should we uh, shift us into some more gear? And you know what Brad Paisley does not play, but you do, is a PRS that you the were PRS. none too happy about these days. So my PRS Custom 24, which is named Ultraviolet, by the way. Um, <laughs> well, hold um, it. Do, leave it there. Leave okay, that there. Okay, yeah, that's right. That's a that's, tease. That's a tease of a future segment we'll do on the pod. Yes. Um, and so, you know, I've been playing it quite a bit, and and I noticed that when I'm on the neck a pickup, I started getting like a drop in volume, and I was like, what the hell is going on? You know, volume cranked on the pot. So something's up with the pot. So I'm messing with it, and then like I, I would shake the guitar, and it would be fine. <laughs> That's so it's definitely like a loose. So it's definitely like a loose. Uh, I know. I'm like, yeah, that's what I would do. I would like shake it. <laughs> so it's definitely some kind of loose connection in the electronics. So then I did this. So then I send because um, it's still under warranty because I bought it brand new in January, and um, I sent it to them. I, I contacted PRS and PRS says, yeah, you can ship it back to us and we'll uh, fix it up. You know, great customer service got back to me in under a day. Um, everybody I've talked to about PRS's customer services say it's top notch, but then it's like, okay, now I got to actually ship this thing down to them for them to uh, fix it. This is kind of a bummer to me. Um, Do they cover shipping? Yeah. They sent me a shipping label. Yeah. Oh, nice. Absolutely. Yep. They sent me a shipping level and everything. So, so then like one day I pick it up and I'm like, okay, let me see if this thing is really broken. So I took off the, the back, um, plate where the pots are and stuff. And I literally just like put my finger on like the the solder points and I just kind of like pushed them I don't know why I did that um (laughs) but I did it and then I put the plate back on and there's no troubles it's totally wow so something was loose like did I I didn't even press it hard just like touched it I was like oh like to see if it was loose like that's why I touched it 
to see like, oh, is like a solder just like if I touch this, is it just yeah, going to come off? Yeah, the solder points compl- loose then. Yeah, yeah, yeah then yeah. it would just come off. And I touch it and, and, and like I've been playing it for the last like almost two weeks and it's fine. Wow. So I, I, I mean, the other thing I guess you could try, if it does start doing it again, could you spray that with deoxid and see if that's a problem? That might be, you know what? I think that's my next choice. Just so I don't have to wait like a month to get the guitar back, you know? With Is it really going to be a month? Um, I would think their I would think they their might customer service would be a yeah, little bit better be than that. Yeah, um, but you think about it like it's going to take about a week for it to get down there to Maryland, another week yep. back. You know, fast as it's right. going to be is yeah, three weeks. Exactly. You know, so yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I'm figuring about a month. So I was like, well, I don't, I don't have to send it. I don't have to send it. Um, but um, I'm going to still I'm just going to watch it, see how it goes, and I can always do it. It's not like it's going to be out of warranty anytime. I think it's actually a lifetime warranty for that kind of stuff. So, oh, is it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, here, yeah, here's yeah. the thing, though. Yeah, I, you might you might want to consider bringing that or sending that thing down there because, listen, we've all talked we've we've talked about Guitar Center a lot on this pod. Yeah, and it's not always it's not always like you know sun sun and roses or whatever the expression is. <laughs> sunshine so, and roses. Sunshine. There you go. Sunshine and roses. Um. So this thing was hanging in that in that uh you know in their yeah high end you're room right. There. Right, so who knows what was happening to that yeah, that's thing? True. It it's might a good be. Point. It might. It might be worth sending back to PRS, and they do a full. I'm sure they do a, like a full check on it, probably a whole setup. Yeah, that you know, you might be talking back to you. You might be talking me into this. You're right. I mean, you know, you got plenty of other guitars that can. Yeah, can I, I got a few. You over for I got a few. few. I got, got a few. few. I got a few. Just look over your head yeah, over there. But it just seems odd to me. Like, why would I send this thing down if it's totally fine? You know. So. I know. I mean, you probably should just drive it down. Yeah, we should make a trip down to the PRS. We can make factory. a trip down to yeah, PRS. <laughs> maybe this is a road trip we take to Maryland. Road trip, road trip. Here we go. So anyway, so that's a PRS story. So hopefully, it's going to be fine. But I think you're right, Dave. Like mine is. I just feel like an idiot sending it down if it's totally the guys plug it in and they're like, "This thing is fine. <laughs> this thing is totally <laughs> fine." What is this guy talking about? So that's what I'm worried about. So that's why I'm hesitant. I, you know what? It, with PRS, I would not be surprised. It's certainly not the first time they've seen something like that. No, right? no, and like I posted where something on shows I post, up and it's totally fine. I posted on the Facebook group and everybody was like, "No, that happened to mine. They took great care of me." One one guy said Paul actually signed the back of his headstock and they sent it back. Really? <laughs> that could be worth it just there. I, I know. I know. I think you should send it down. Because again, like you don't know what's wrong with it. It might thing happen again. Yeah, right. What's creeping? Yeah, there could be yeah. something like kind of hanging in the in the balance, uh, hanging in the background where it's just yeah. ready to go. But thing is, like and after I put the plate back on, Dave, I shook it like kind of hard, and it was fine. What do you like doing, like Molly Crew? Yeah, shit yeah. Mean, so I don't know what is going on with this thing. So, but who knows? But anyway, but you got a new toy that we I haven't did? talked about yet. Yeah, it was a uh, what did I get? Like a it was a uh, a Fisher Price uh, super suit. No, um, although I could get one of those for the summer. Yeah, no, I got a I got a I got a Walrus Audio. This is kind of a, an interesting purchase for somebody like me. I know, know base basement player doesn't yes, like, it I, is. like you know I have a lot of, I have a lot of fun toys, but I don't want necessarily want to spend like a fortune on something. Yeah, and I ended up landing on now. The funny thing is, mm-hmm. and I said this in the group. I was I was kind of interested in like you know, like a, a tone bender type type circuit type pedal, and I was like searching around, searching around, and of course, thanks to the somehow with thanks to the YouTube algorithm, yeah, all of a sudden I start getting like you know modulation uh, pedal recommendations with video yes. you know videos for those. I'm like, oh, this is interesting. 
Oh, and then I saw the Walrus Audio M1. I'm like, oh, this is very interesting. Oh, this sounds like a lot of fun. I think I want one of these, and I bought one. So, so explain for, for, explain to the listeners and me what it is. <laughs> Truth be told, it is a it's a modulation beast. So it's got it's it's got core it's got a chorus it's got vibrato it's got a tremolo it's got a a, a, a filter and what's the fifth thing a so, phaser oh so it's kind of like the um, what what Wampler released a couple years ago the um, the terraform the terraform kind of like yeah that. it's like it's kind of like a terraform it's like a now, terraform even, okay and, and there's so much going on under the hood like there's yeah. the, you get those you have those five effects but within those five effects there's three different um, styles of those effects oh. and within those you can still and there's all you know there's there's presets that are in within the pedal now if you can and it's got it's got midi cap, midi capability um, and if you if you if you choose to go that route you have 128 preset options so wow. I, mean, I don't know why you would ever need 128 presets but still um, Dan and it, Mick from that so, pedal show were like, yes, MIDI, yeah, yes. Like, yes, MIDI, MIDI. <laughs> but there is so much tweakability on this thing. It's insane. I have just started to scratch the surface, and so, it gets a little confusing, but it's a really fun toy to play with. So what's your like favorite sound that you've got out of it so far? I got to say, part of the reason that I was kind of convinced to buy it is like I have a chorus. I got a phaser. I got, you know, I got all these, all these other uh, effects. Modulation. I don't have a trem. I, I, yeah, I don't have a trem. Hmm. And I was kind of, and I, in a lot, everybody that reviews this thing loves the tremolo. And I got to tell you, there's, there's some cool trem. You know what has a good tremolo? This thing behind me, the Princeton. Oh, <laughs> <That> killer! <laughs> oh, yeah. You should hear the. Tre- you got to hear the tremolo in person on this thing, Dave. It is. It is oh, I sublime. Bet it great. And I'm I'm that type of player where I'm like I never like I would never be like oh I want a tremolo pedal like I don't care. But then I listen to this thing and I'm like wow I can see yeah, why, me I can too. see why I'm guys I can see why you want a pedal that has that sound because it's awesome. It's so yeah. cool. And I'll yeah. tell you, coming back from the Paisley show, of course, of course. I mean he was he was consistently using some kind of a tre- yeah. Mr. Tremolo. I was like yeah I was I'm glad I made. Was that your fifth grade teacher, a, Mr. Tremolo? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Tremolo. That guy failed me in math, Mr. Tremolo. We should uh, we that's a that's a great meme idea. Maybe I'll maybe I'll come up with something. Mr. Tremolo. <laughs> Mr. Tremolo. He's up at the board. <laughs> and his hands just shaking trying to write. Yeah. <laughs> he can't, he can't he's always he's got he's got trems. He's got trems. Not that, yep. that not that we want to make fun of anybody with that condition, Dave. No, I'm not talking about tremors. I'm talking about like the trem. I'm talking about his no, hand just going I back know, and forth, I know, like, a, like I know. a different, like you know, different like sine waves, you know, like up, you know. Yeah, Mr. Tremble. Anyway. There he is, our fifth grade teacher, Mr. Tremble. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. Well, should we so wrap up? Let's wrap up. That sounds. I think that's gonna do it. I mean, what do you think? Yeah. Any other questions, sir, on the M1? Because I probably can't answer it. Well, no, it sounds like the trem. So the trem is really, I think, you know, what we got to do, we should do a little clip for the, for the inses in the, in the facey pages. Um, we'll do a little uh, tremolo comparison between the Princeton tremolo and the, and the M1 tremolo. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be fun. Yeah, it's a good this, idea. I, this, this trem's pretty cool. I like it. Cool, man. But All anyway. Right. Let's get out of here. Well, that was, a fun, that was a fun one. Let's get out of here. I think uh, let's wrap up. And that was this week's Guitar Dads podcast. See you next week. Keep rock alive. Catch you guys on the flip. <laughs>